Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and live from Albert Hainsworth's moving van. That's right, we're in transit. It's the Fourth and Inches show with Jana and the Sherpa. I am the I am Jana, not the Sherpa. The Sherpa will be joining us momentarily as he is finishing teaching in class right now, empowering young minds. Um, But in the meantime, I'm going to get you started here. We're going to be doing all kinds of fun stuff tonight, looking at all the Week 10 matchups, talking about who to start, who to sit, and I'm sure arguing, without a doubt, will be uh, happening quite frequently tonight, especially when Scott and I talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, as we tend to disagree on. (laughs) But if you want to have your voice heard or join the argument or conversation, however you choose to put it, There are a number of ways to get a hold of us, and first we're going to say hi to the Sherpa, who's just popped in. I just got a hold of you. (laughs) You hear we're in a moving truck today. We are moving with Albert Hainsworth. We're going to Tampa. (laughs) Oh, okay, cool. I'll have to save mine for next week, then. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, man. You snooze, you lose here. No, that was a good one. I like that. (laughs) But in the meantime, now that Sherpa's here, you should join us as well. You can call us at 347-677-1608. That's 347-677-1608. Or you can email us at the number 4thninchesshow at gmail.com. That's the number 4thninchesshow at gmail.com. We're on Twitter under the same handle, the number 4thninchesshow. From there, you can find the Sherpa and my own personal Twitter accounts and harass us there if you'd like. Also, uh, throughout the week, since I'm sure one hour tonight will not be enough to quench your appetite, <laughs> you can find us at the thefantasyfootballsherpa.com, which has a great blog, and each week the Sherpa gives us awesome waiver wire pickup suggestions, so keep an eye out for those. Uh, you can also find us on the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page on Facebook, you can read the Sherpa's football musings on the Huffington Post, uh, featuring an article this week, How Can You Optimize Your Roster by the Playoffs? And you can also find us on some web videos on the Learning Annex about what kind of in-season fantasy football roster moves you should be making. It's good stuff. A hot 25 minutes of us debating. <laughs> it's only an hour, It's only a dollar and... Proceeds do not benefit either Jana or the Sherpa. They go all to the learning yeah. annex. So we're yeah. not shilling uh, this for our own self-aggrandizement or, well, if, maybe If we were getting the proceeds, we would not be moving to Tampa with Albert Hainsworth right now. I'll tell you no. that. <laughs> I might actually be able to afford a train ticket out of town, but that's about it. <laughs> but anyway, let's get into these injuries. Oh, since can I mention, I have... too, that I... I brought a trivia question with me tonight too oh, for, for showing. So should I should I save that? Why don't I save that for after the injuries? All right, because my okay. brain won't be taxed enough. <laughs> All right. All right. It's a let's trivia just, let's question. Get if I do with. say so myself. Oh jeez. Now now I'm stressed out about it. But why? We'll go through the injuries because I hate the trivia questions. I always, I never want to get no, them no, wrong. No, this isn't for this. Well, I mean, you, you're certainly welcome to answer it, but I, I oh, want okay. somebody okay, to good. tweet in the the answer, and then we're if if we get the right answer, which I'll only know if Jana reads it to me because I don't have my computer screen on, 
if if you get oh, the right, right answer, then we'll acknowledge your greatness, you know, and bow down eternally after we receive the right answer from you via Twitter or however. You can call us. All right. Well, we'll put right. that up. We'll put that up. Um, we're doing injuries because there are a lot to get through. So, as I alluded to, Albert Hainsworth is sending out change of address cards again. The Patriots cut him yesterday, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers picked him up off waivers today, so he is en route, and we are with him. Um, the Cowboys wide receiver. Thank you card. Yeah, maybe, maybe. You should. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we could address it right here since we're okay. amongst his belongings. Uh, the Cowboys okay. wide receiver Miles Austin re-injured his hamstring during the game Sunday, as if. The trauma of losing fumbles against the Seahawks wasn't enough. We got hit with injuries as well. Miles Austin will be out this week for sure and potentially for another two to four weeks. Not great. Um, In kicker news, the Bills kicker Ryan Lindell hurt his shoulder. They've signed a new kicker, Dave Rayner. They worked out several yesterday and settled on Dave today. So got a new bill to play the Cowboys this week. The Redskins released wide receiver Dante Stallworth. Maybe he ends up somewhere else. As of the moment, he is not. Uh, Cardinals quarterback Kevin Cobb, questionable for the Eagles game this week, which clearly he would like very much to play in. It's his old team. I thought it would be a great game, but I'd like him to be healthy. He's hoping to play. He has various foot ailments. They're calling it turf toe, but word on the street is that there's some ligament and maybe a sprain going on there as well. John Skelton would get the start again if he cannot go. He did not play this Sunday. They should just change the Cardinals' names to the Skelton crew. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's a good fantasy team name, too. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Giants running back Ahmed Bradshaw did not practice this week yet with that foot injury. Up in the air on whether or not we see any of him this weekend. The Broncos will let Tim Tebow continue to be the starting quarterback this week. Whether or not he continues to be for the remainder of the season really is dependent on whether or not he wins games and looks like he's improving at all. So if he continues winning or at least losing in a close fashion, they'll probably keep him there. Miami got its first win this weekend. Yay! This leaves the Colts as the only winless team left in the league. You're rubbing my nose Ah, yes. This is this is only the beginning. <laughs> oh no. Um but the Colts have a chance to not suck for luck. This is the only time we're mentioning Andrew Luck uh by playing the Jaguars later this week. But Rams uh have a chance to collect some more wins. Sam Bradford returned this previous Sunday from his foot injury. He's wearing a brace. He will try to play again this week as as long as everything goes to plan. Oakland Raiders running back Darren McFadden is out again with a foot injury. He is not healing as fast as I thought he would. Uh, Not sure if he's still on crutches or not, though, but it doesn't look so good. San Diego wide receiver Malcolm Floyd has a hip injury. He is doubtful. He is not practicing. It does not look good. Running back Ryan Matthews. Fully participated in practice today with that groin injury, but again, the running back situation, very fluid in San Diego, so I'd keep an eye on that. Cowboys running back Felix Jones with the ankle sprain is not practicing still. He hasn't played in two weeks. I don't know if we'll see him this week, but that's something they'll decide later on this week. Cowboys linebacker Sean Lee with a dislocated wrist is is practicing. He's been limited. He's hoping to play this weekend. They're they're planning on him playing, so that defense will look a little better. 
The Titans tight end Jared Cook has a knee injury. He did not practice today. I would wait and see how that looks later in the week because quarterback Matt Hasselbeck also didn't practice today. He should play with his knee injury. Nate Washington, their wide receiver, has a hip injury. He didn't practice as well. I would be stunned if Cook or Hasselbeck missed the game. Nate Washington looks a little bit more questionable out of those three. Texans wide receiver Andre Johnson is still not practicing with that hamstring injury. It's very likely he will not play this week, being that they have a bye next week. Missing one game, two weeks rest, kind of seems like a no-brainer. Running back Ben Tate. He fully practiced today with that foot injury. That's a good sign for the Texans. They have a, a real backup behind Arian Foster, I guess, now. Texans wide receiver Kevin Walter also fully returned to practice with his own knee injury. Tampa Bay wide receiver Mike Williams did not practice today. He's got a thigh injury. It didn't look so good on Sunday, but we'll see how that goes. Josh Freeman, the quarterback down in Tampa, and Albert Hainsworth's new teammate, (laughs) he is practicing. He does have a dinged-up right thumb, though. Um, I don't see why I would keep him out, but just something to keep an eye on. Steelers wide receivers Jericho Cotri and Emmanuel Sanders both did not practice, both with their own knee injuries. Sanders didn't play last week. I would really keep a close eye on either of them. Hopefully they're not making or breaking your fantasy team right now, though. On the plus side for the Steelers, Heinz Ward, who had that head injury, concussion-like symptoms after a big hit, is fully practicing. He's good to go. Uh, the Bengals, they are they're hurting for tight ends right now. Both Jermaine Gresham uh, and Donald Lee are battling injuries. Gresham's got that hamstring injury. He's been limited to practice. Donald Lee is not practicing at all with a foot injury. Wide receiver Andre Andre Caldwell, with his own groin injury, was limited as well. Colts tight end Dallas Clark, they're calling it a fibula injury. He is out for sure this week. It could be a few more weeks. It looks like a few more weeks. So... The Colts, uh, well, they also, <laughs> his backup tight end, Brody Eldridge, is also already ruled out for this week with a hand injury. That could be more than one week. So in response to this, the Colts went and signed tight end Anthony Hill off the Eagles practice squad. The Eagles replaced him with tight end Brett Brackett, so it's been a little bit of musical chairs at tight end on the East Coast this week, it seems like. <laughs> Uh, They did have Joseph Adai returning to practice. He was active. It's been limited at at practice this week. He was active on Sunday, I'm sorry. It's been very limited at practice this week, though, with that hamstring injury. I think they're just trying to save him come Sunday, but keep an eye on it. He didn't get the start even though he was active last week. Uh, On running backs who actually are fully practicing and playing, (laughs) the one name that seems to keep coming up is Willis McGahee out in Denver. He would not let hand surgery hold him down. He did play Sunday. He's going to play again this week. He is good to go. Broncos tight end Virgil Green was limited with neck problems. The Cardinals have some banged-up tight ends as well. Rob Hausler is not practicing with a groin injury. Todd Heap's been limited at practice with his own hamstring injury. Running back Beanie Wells was limited with a knee injury. He did play Sunday. He will play again this week. They're going to need him against the Eagles. Lions running back Javid Best still not practicing with that concussion. 
Bears tight end Kyle Adams has a hamstring injury. He didn't practice. Tight end Kellen Davis has a shoulder injury. He was limited. And wide receiver Devin Hester has an ankle injury, and he did not practice at all today. The Saints have a few uh, banged-up running backs, if you will. They have about 100, so it doesn't really matter. But Mark Ingram and Chris Ivory both were limited to practice. Ivory's got a hamstring injury. Ingram's still battling that heel injury. Who knows who's going to be active? Who knows who's going to get the touches? I would go Pierre Thomas <laughs> out of that bunch right now. Falcons tight end Tony Gonzalez has a back injury. He didn't practice. This story was the same last week. He is going to play unless, of course, he snaps in half. I think that's the only way he would not be on the field. Rams wide receiver Denario Alexander has a hamstring injury. He didn't practice. Tight end Lance Kendricks has a foot injury. He did not practice. Uh, Sam Bradford did, though, so something good's happening out in St. Louis. Browns running back Peyton Hillis. He and his hamstring are maybe the most talked about things in the Midwest or Mideast or whatever you want to call where Cleveland is. Uh, He's not practicing. Who knows if he's going to play or not. Call his agent. Maybe he'll tell you. Browns wide receiver Muhammad Massaqua has a head injury. He did not practice. I would not think we're going to see him this week. Running back, Mat- I can't talk anymore. Matario Hardestay is not practicing with a calf injury. That's not a good scene at running back out in Cleveland. Seattle wide receiver Sidney Rice isn't practicing with a foot injury, and tight end Cameron Mora is not practicing either with a toe injury. The Giants' Hakeem Nix missed practice again with a hamstring injury. San Francisco's Frank Gore has an ankle injury. Michael Crabtree's got a foot injury, and Braylon Edwards has a knee injury. They're all limited. They all will play this week unless something crazy happens. Patriots running backs Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis and Kevin Falk were both limited at practice. The law firm's got a bad toe, Kevin Fox got a bad knee, and Wes Welker has a sore rib. He was limited as well. And Jets wide receiver Plaxico Burris didn't practice with a low back injury. He should play. He did last week. If a low back injury can't keep me down, it's not going to keep Plaxico Burris down either. We've come to the end of the line. <laughs> Finally, we're done with injuries. All right. Well, some of you might wonder what the Sherpa does while Janet's reading the injury reports. It varies from week to night to week, but tonight <laughs> I actually teach an entrepreneurial course, and one of my students, Valerie, from Nanny's Sweet Potato Pie, she actually dropped off a sweet potato pie, and I was just eating that while you were doing the injury. Really? I spent yeah. 15 minutes talking about injuries, and you're eating sweet potato pie. <laughs> I wish I didn't know that. That just makes me sad on the inside. <laughs> oh, well, I, I would thank send you some, but it's it's all gone now. So. <laughs> Gee, but. thanks. Is it time for my trivia question yet? Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's the trivia Fire question. Away. If you know the answer to this, I want you to call us up. I want you to tweet us. I want you to email Jenna. I want you to do whatever it takes. But the trivia question for tonight is, a number of years ago, a plane crashed into a stadium right after a playoff game. So what year did that happen? What stadium was it? Which teams were in that playoff game? And what was the score of that playoff game? So that's my. You realize that will not all fit on one tweet, right? Like all those answers. Well, you can send us multiple tweets, or better yet, call us. Okay. So why don't you why don't you read it back slowly so everybody can soak it in? 
okay. I will post it on Twitter while you talk about the games as we go on. Okay. So years ago, you can. I'll, I'll try to get it done in 140 characters or less. Years ago, just, just plane crash, <laughs> football stadium, right after playoff game. So far, so good. I I go right ahead. You go at your own speed. Okay. I'm good. What year? What stadium? Which teams? And what was the score of the game? That's my trivia question for tonight. That's that's quite the doozy of a trivia question. Well, it wasn't supposed to be easy, and it was supposed to be trivial. No, it's got so. like six parts to it. Pardon? <laughs> it's got a lot of parts to it. It does. Well, you know, so does our show. So it's oh, kind of All right, we're like moving that. on here. <laughs> All right, so don't forget, this week starts the Thursday night games. So if you haven't already set your lineup, made your waiver claims, call up your commissioner and harangue her or him and remind them that you have to get it done before tomorrow night, before the game, and tomorrow night's game should actually be a pretty entertaining game. Oakland minus Darren McFadden versus Sandy at San Diego minus Philip Rivers. Well, he's not actually not playing. It just seems like he hasn't been playing or he's been playing for the other team the last few weeks. But So the question is, can San Diego get back on track with Philip Rivers? I say yes. I think they win this game 31-24. to 24. What do you think, Jana? I say no. I say Oakland wins. As much as it weirds me out to say that, I am way, I hope you're right. way underwhelmed by Philip Rivers. Not happy about it. I don't like it. Poor football makes me very cranky, and he is definitely playing poor, poor football right now. I think this week Carson Palmer gets it together, sort of, enough to beat the San Diego Chargers, which isn't that hard. So, I think there's some fantasy value to be had here, clearly, since I think the Raiders are winning. Um, I think Carson Palmer, probably still just a two-quarterback league start, especially this week when there's no bye weeks. You're not losing any quarterbacks. Wait until he gets into some kind of a rhythm here. Um, But if you got him and you can start two QBs, definitely go ahead and start him. Start running back Michael Bush. I would stay away from Darren McFadden. Just even if he somehow magically tries to play, it's not going to be worth your while. Tight ends. Eh, for me, I don't particularly love any of them. Kevin Boss, I guess, is the one I like best, but I kind of want to see who Carson Palmer likes best first. With the wide receivers, Darius Hayward Bay is a maybe for me. Uh, T.J. Hushmanzada, I think, is worth a start in a deeper league. <laughs> Jacoby Ford, I think, is is a, a decent option. Shouldn't be your number one wide receiver, but as a, a three-year flex player, knock yourself out. Chaz Schillings is one I think I want to pass on this week. Lewis Murphy as well. Um, I would say no to the defense. Not this week when you've got everybody available, and Sebastian Janikowski, I'm going to say maybe two. If he decides to run himself out there on Thursday night and play, great. But he's still battling some injuries, and I'm not totally sold on it. So I think I want to look elsewhere for a kicker. Plus they don't have Dave Rain or waiting in the wings anymore. No, he got sniped by Buffalo. That's right. <laughs> what do you think of Marcel Reese and Taiwan Jones, Jenna? Would you start either of those guys as a flex or 
still nope. not on your radar screen? Nope, not for me. Okay. Moving on to San Diego then, in spite of what Janice said, I would start Philip Rivers this week. I think he'll have a bounce-back game, and even if he doesn't, I think he'll chalk up enough yards that you want to start him. I would start running back Mike Tolbert. I would start wide receivers Vincent Jackson and Vincent Brown, the rookie who had a good game last week, and I would start him because Malcolm Floyd looks like he's going to miss another week with his hip injuries listed as doubtful right now. I would also start tight end Antonio Gates and kicker Nick Novak. I'm on the fence about Ryan Matthews, running back Ryan Matthews, is questionable with his groin injury still, and the defense is questionable on them, or neutral on them, I should say. And wide receiver Patrick Creighton is a no for me, as is tight end Randy McMichael. Okay. So now we get to the game, and it's a little bit of a shame, but so early in the uh, hour, but we get to the game that I think is going to be the most entertaining game on Sunday, and that's New Orleans at Atlanta. And even though I predicted Atlanta would win the Super Bowl this year and I like the team a lot, I still think New Orleans had their wake-up call a couple weeks ago against St. Louis. I think they have their act together now. I think this time the road trip ends um, with a better ending for them than the last one did, and I think they win this game 31-24. You know, I... I don't know what I think about this game. I think it's going to be a very good game. And I want to believe that Atlanta will win this game. But I just, I'm a little concerned about the Jekyll and Hyde act they're pulling. If Julio Jones plays the way he did last week, they can win this game. But I'm not convinced he can do that two weeks in a row yet. Um, So I guess I'm going to say New Orleans, but I don't really feel super strong about that one way or the other. I don't know if I totally agree this will be the game of the... Sunday or even the Sunday morning, but... Besides the Kansas City-Denver game, of course. (laughs) We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, Fantasy-wise, there are a lot of options on the Saints per usual. Drew Brees is a definite start. I think you go with Pierre Thomas. Darren Sproles can be your flex. I would just say no to Chris Ivory and Mark Ingram this week. I don't really think there's a reason to rush either of them if they're not 100% healthy. No pun intended. Um, Tight end Jimmy Graham is an absolute start. He is the number one tight end in fantasy football right now. Wide receivers, I like Lance Moore. Um, Robert Meacham, I I think those are probably the two I'd go with. Henderson, Colston, well, I guess Colston. You know, the thing is, is I like Lance Moore the best out of the bunch this week, but it could be any of the three or four that you want to look at. Jimmy Graham's getting as many targets as any wide receiver, so if I had to pick a receiver, he'd be the one. But you pick your poison with the Saints. You either are going to get seven, eight, nine points, or you're going to get two, three. You just don't know from week to week, so you have to plan accordingly for that. Um, I would say no to the defense. I think that the Falcons are going to score points on them. Kicker John Cassay sort of didn't light the world on fire the last few weeks, and I'm going to say no to him as well. For Atlanta, I would definitely start quarterback Matt Ryan, running back Michael Turner, wide receivers Roddy White and Julio Jones, and tight end Tony Gonzalez, assuming that his back isn't bothering him too much. I would be on the fence about kicker um, Matt Bryant, and 
I would say no to running backs, Jack Hiz, Rogers, and Jason Snelling, wide receiver, Perry Douglas, and the Falcons defense. All right. So that brings us to Houston at Tampa Bay. And I don't think this is going to be a very good game. I'm guessing Janet is going to disagree with me, but I'm going to go with Houston in a route. Houston 34, Tampa 17. I'm going to pick Houston to win by three points. I think Tampa Bay could win this game if they play a full four quarters. I just don't know if they can do that yet. I would love to see them do that, but Houston's got to fall into some wins sometime. I would definitely start Matt Schaub. I would start Arian Foster. Um, I would start Jacoby Jones, Kevin Walters, and maybe Andre Johnson isn't going to play. So that really makes it tough at wide receiver for Houston. Uh, Arian Foster's a lot. Sherpa's pressing buttons over there. Tight end Owen Daniels and Joel Dreesen are both maybes. I don't love Daniels. I like Dreesen better, but Daniels has been getting a few more targets. And Ben Tate, I don't think, is worth a start this week. Kicker Neil Rackers, I would say yes to, and I would say maybe to the defense. I think that logically they're probably not a terrible option this week, but I would like to think Tampa's going to show up a little bit more than they probably will this week. So. For Tampa, I would start quarterback Josh Freeman and his dinged-up thumb as that Jana alluded to before. I would start wide receiver Mike Williams and tight end Kellen Winslow. On the fence about wide receiver Preston Parker, and I would not start running backs like Eric Blunt or Craig Lumpkin. I would not start wide receivers Des Briscoe or Aurelius Ben. Don't start the defense and don't start kicker Connor Barth. And somehow Jana still thinks they're going to be in the game. Yeah, I do. I still think they're okay. going to be in this game. <laughs> All right. So now we're moving on to a game that I'm guessing that we're going to agree on. Speaking of Jekyll and Hyde teams, the Eagles are home this week, and they are hosting the Arizona Cardinals, which who probably won't present quite the challenge that Chicago did Monday night. I think Philadelphia gets back on the winning ways on their on the winning track this week. I think they win this game 28-17 and raise their record back up to 4 and 5. Yeah, not quite 500. Um I don't They're gonna be I called want nightmare Arizona. on South Broad Street instead of the dream train. Well, I I don't know. I I guess the Eagles are going to win this. I don't think they're going to win it as well as they should. And if Kevin Cobb were playing, I think this would be a very, very different game. But that is not the case. Arizona's got too many injuries and they can't get their act together. So there are still some fantasy options here, but not quite as many as, say, the Eagles have this week. John Skelton. Really, I I don't see a reason short of a two-quarterback deep league that you need to be starting him. Even if Kevin Cobb's healthy or thinks he's healthy enough to get on the field, I don't think he's a good play this week. He's got one leg. Not you ideal. don't have any bones about that. Uh, I've got all kinds of bones about it. I'm cranky. I like Kevin Cobb better than Michael Vick. But he should play. He's back in Philadelphia. He has to play. I want him to. I think this would have been – this was a game I circled at the beginning of the season. And now that Kevin Cobb's hurt, I'm really bummed out about it. But I think I still start Beanie Wells. 
even though he's a little dinged up, I absolutely still start him. I still start Larry Fitzgerald. After Larry Fitzgerald, it gets a little murky. Andre Roberts and Early Doucette are maybes for me. I like Early Doucette best of the bunch. Uh, tight ends, everybody's hurt. I would lean more towards Todd Heap this week, but you still got Hausler could potentially be in the mix and King as well. I would say don't start the defense. Don't start the kicker. I just I'm bummed that this game is not going to be what I wanted it to be. Well, you don't have to watch. Oh no, you do because of where you live. So I do. <laughs> for Philadelphia, I would start quarterback Michael Vick. Start running back Lashawn McCoy. Start wide receivers Deshaun Jackson and Jeremy Macklin. Start tight end Brent Selleck, who finally seems to be on the same page with Michael Vick, and start the Eagles defense. On the fence about wide receiver Jason Avant and kicker Alex Henry, and there's nobody that I would avoid save Ronnie Brown, who you probably weren't even thinking of starting. But if you were, don't. I think you should be starting Jason Avant, especially if you are in a league that starts three or four wide receivers. I think Jason Avant is a nice little under-the-radar guy who's going to get you points every week. Michael Vick loves him. Uh, He hasn't been doing as well. Lately, I don't think. I'm just saying that off the top of my head. But anyway, I've, I've I been okay you because you actually look at things and I just speak off the top of my head. But <laughs> so, has any, speaking of speaking off the top of my head, has anybody answered our trivia question yet? Not yet. No? no we'll keep it posted, Because though. it's too hard. Or because I posted it five minutes ago. I mean, I was doing some analysis in the time it took to type it. No. You, oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So, next game on our radar is teams going in opposite directions. I actually think, just like last week, I did pick Kansas City to beat Miami, but I did say in the blog that I thought the teams were fairly evenly matched. I would say the same thing this week, even though Washington seems to be on a downward trajectory and Miami seems to be moving on up in the world. I'll pick Miami to win their second game in a row by a score of 24-21. Miami is winning this game. And it may even be by a touchdown. I'm just going out there. I am clearly a Dolphins apologist, as I have been all year. But you are very right. Washington is going in the wrong direction. Miami has a little bit of something happening now. I'm not saying it's going to stick or they're going to be a 500 team, but they can beat John Beck's offense, especially an offense without Santana Moss. So, fantasy-wise... I don't really like John Beck as a starting quarterback. Um, I might like John Skelton better than John Beck this week. <laughs> At least he's got some, some quality receivers to throw to. But John Beck, strictly two quarterback only option. No other circumstances should he be in your realm of possibility. Tim Hightower, I think... I just I don't know what to think with these running backs anymore. Ryan Terrain's the one I like the best, but if Hightower's close to healthy, he'll get the majority of the carries. But Roy Halu has been, you know, stealing carries from everybody the last two weeks. So As he should tread be. lightly. He should be, yeah. But with Mike Shanahan and his Shanahanigans, you just don't know what's going to happen there, especially at running back. And they have to show a choice to mix into this this week, who is practicing and his hamstrings okay. So, so they have lots of choices. Yeah, which is going to be bad for fantasy owners everywhere. So if you're starting any of these running backs, do it at 
your own caution, and I hope you have some solid guys you know are getting the bulk of the carries to cushion the blow if you pick wrong. <laughs> um, tight ends, it looks like it's going to be the Paulson show this week. With no Cooley, Fred Davis is still pretty banged up. Uh, at wide receiver, Jabbar Gaffney is the guy out of this bunch. Anthony Armstrong has not been impressive. He really hasn't stepped up the way he should. And for right now, I'm not starting him. I don't think he's doing enough. Dante Stallworth not with the team anymore, so you probably shouldn't be starting him as a Redskin. That's a good idea. <laughs> I, I thought it might be. Graham Ganell, not a bad play at kicker. And the defense, I would say no to because Miami's going to win this game, but it's not going to be a high-scoring affair either. So if you really get stuck. Are you on the Leonard Hankerson bandwagon yet, if there if such a thing exists? Uh, I don't think it exists, uh, so no, I'm not on it. <laughs> okay. If it did exist, would you be on it? Nope, wouldn't be on it. Okay, just checking. All right. <laughs> For Miami, I would start... Quarterback Matt Moore, I would start running back Reggie Bush. Wide receiver um, Brandon Marshall and the Dolphins defense. I'm on the fence about uh, running back um, about Thomas, Daniel Thomas. I'm not sure, again, you know what his status is going to be. If I knew we were 100% healthy, I would say start him, but if I don't, pardon? He's not. He's not 100% healthy. Probably not. Reggie Bush has looked really good the last couple of weeks, at least from a fantasy standpoint. So Daniel Thomas, only if you have to, wide receiver Devon Best, who I really liked a lot going into last week's game. He's about the only guy on the Dolphins that didn't do much against the Chiefs. Tight end Anthony. Back. Pardon? He'll bounce back, Devon Best. He'll okay. Be back. He has the Jana stamp of approval, so write it down. The tight end Anthony Fasano, I'm, I'm still not convinced. He just. He's either there or not there. He's he's scored a couple of touchdowns. He hasn't been there for like two years. <laughs> no, he scored some touchdowns early in the season and then did nothing for about six games, and then all of a sudden he's back and scores two touchdowns last week. I think that was more an aberration than a sign of things to come, so I would not start him. Uh, or, I, excuse me, I'm on the fence about him only if you have to. Kicker Dan Carpenter, again, on the fence. Hopefully you don't have to, and... Running back, Lex Hilliard, absolutely not. All right. So next game up, Tennessee at Carolina. This should be a fairly close game, if not an interesting one. But I'll go with Carolina to win this game, not so much because of Cam Newton, but because I think their running backs are going to have a field day against the Titans defense. So I'll go with Carolina to win this game 27-24. I think Tennessee wins it. I think they win by seven. And that's not entirely just because I don't like Cam Newton. I like Matt Hasselbeck. <laughs> um, I'm still if if Matt Hasselbeck is taking the field, I'm going to still start him. He's really a low twelve team single quarterback quarterback and or a real high number two option. Running backs, I like Javon Ringer. Chris Johnson's just not really doing it for me right now. I think he had a better week last prob- week. He had a better week last week, but he's had a lot of weeks that really were terrible. And I'm starting him with extreme caution. I really, I'm not going to waste a spot over somebody like Beanie Wells with Chris Johnson. No, not going to do it. Between Ringer and Johnson, if you had both of them on your team, which you probably wouldn't at this point, but 
if you did, which one of those two do you like better this year, this week? Uh, I like Ringer better. But Chris Johnson's going to see some – he's going to get some receptions, and that's where he's going to get his fantasy points. But I'm I'm very, very disappointed in him. Wide receivers, Nate Washington, if he's healthy, I start him. Beyond that, I'm not excited. Williams, Hawkins – Williams has been better the last couple weeks, I yeah, think. Yeah, but this matchup Relative. this week, I'm not saying Carolina's defense is a beast, but I'm saying Matt Hasselbeck's got a bad leg, and I really don't think this is a high-scoring affair. So with nobody else on a bye, I don't really see a reason to start them unless you're in a very deep league. Okay. Tight end Jared Cook doesn't look good for him. If he plays, I like him. If not, Chris Stevens is an okay replacement, but there are better tight ends out there. Rob Baronis, I'm starting. The defense, I'm starting. So for Carolina, I would start quarterback Cam Newton this week. I'm going to say that running back D'Angelo Williams has a bounce-back week, so I would start him. I would start wide receiver Steve Smith and tight end Greg Olson. On the fence about running back Jonathan Stewart, tight end Jeremy Shockey, the defense and kicker Orlando Mare, and I would stay away from wide receivers Brandon LaFell and Legadun on A. All right, let's keep rolling. So We're behind schedule. Moving right along here, we've got one of the, should be one of the more interesting games of the day, at least one of the better defensive struggles and lower scoring games of the week, and that's Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Pittsburgh, of course, had that disappointing loss, the last second loss uh, versus the Ravens on Sunday night. I think they bounce back, and even though it's another low-scoring game, I think they win this one. And I think I'm going with the same score I did in the Pittsburgh game last week. I think Pittsburgh wins 20-17. to 17. I guess I can agree with that. I'd love to see Andy Dalton upset them. But it's just the weapons just don't compare between Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. Not right now. I think you start Ben Roethlisberger. I think you start Richard Mendenhall. You start wide receiver Mike Wallace. If Heinz Ward plays, I still like him. I know a lot of people have given up on him. I think he's a good I'm one of them. Uh, yeah, I know. I know you are. Um, Antoine, Antonio Brown, meh. Jericho Cotri, I'd say no to. Emmanuel Sanders, no. Battle, no. Tight end Heath Miller, no. I'm going to start the defense. I'm going to start the kicker. I agree. It's not going to be all that high scoring. Who do you like better for the rest of the season between Heinz Ward and Antonio Brown? Mm, Heinz Ward. I'd go with Brown, but we'll see what happens. I know you would. (laughs) That's right. It was a leading question, of course, just Mm -hmm. to stir things up. So for Cincinnati, I would start their defense again. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. That's the only must-start that I see for Cincinnati this weekend. Quarterback Andy Dalton is a maybe for me, as are wide receivers A.J. Green and Jerome Simpson. And tight end Jermaine Gresham, if I knew he were healthy, I would say he's a start. But since he's questionable with his hamstring injury, he's a maybe for me. I would stay away from Cedric Benson this week and Bernard Scott, their running back tandem. Stay away from wide receiver Andre Caldwell and kicker Mike Nugent. Mike, not Ted Nugent. Okay. (laughs) Yes. So next we've got St. Louis at Cleveland in a game that I'm particularly not not particularly interested to watch. But 
since we have to go through it and take a winner anyway, I'll go with St. Louis to win this game 21-17. You know, we really like to watch the complete opposite games most weeks. <laughs> um, these are two teams I happen to like as much as they are not an elite level yet. They're more like they're the not even interesting from a fantasy perspective. I think I I like Colt McCoy. I like Sam Bradford. I like these teams. Okay. I'm anyway. Chasing. Anyway, I think that the Rams are going to pull this one out, even though everybody's hurt because Cleveland has no run game. They have nobody healthy. <laughs> so. There are some some fantasy points to be had here. Not a ton, not a ton. Sam Bradford's still uh, a more of a two quarterback league play right now. Even though the Cleveland matchup a few weeks ago when he was healthy may have looked tasty, not so much now. Stephen Jackson, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm losing my voice. Stephen Jackson, I'm still gonna start. Uh, tight ends without Lance Kendricks. I'd, I don't really like much of what's behind him. I know you are a little higher on some of them, but it's just for me, I would say no. It's only because I can pronounce his name. <sighs> There's so many names that we have to pronounce this week. It's just unbelievable. But in you don't the effort You don't want to say Michael Humanawanui? Agmanana. <laughs> I'm putting an extra N in it. I did oh. write it down this weekend, though. I did know how to say it at one point. Anyway, getting off track, I'm starting Brandon Lloyd. If Denario Alexander plays, I'm not sure he will. I would still start him maybe as a flex. Greg Salas, I like a lot, but he really got blown up this week. I don't think we'll be seeing him the remainder of the season, unfortunately. Kicker, Brown, defense. I just I might start no, I wouldn't. Even even in this matchup I'm not starting the St. Louis defense or the kicker. I lied. I'm not going to. You don't like Brown against the Browns? Uh no. No I don't. Okay. Unfortunately I don't think there's gonna be too too many points to go around. Yeah, I I agree with you. But the one thing I do disagree with you on this game is I actually think Cleveland running back Chris Ogbanaya is worth starting. Ogbanaya. Ogbanaya. That's it. Ugh. We We've got Umino Wanui against Ogbenaya. <laughs> but I'll, I'll take Ogbenaya's team to win over Umino Wanui's team. So I'll, I'll start Chris Ogbenaya. That's the last time I say that tonight. Tight end Ben Watson and the Browns defense. I'm on the fence about wide receivers Josh Cribbs and Greg Little. And tight end Evan Moore. I would stay away from Colt McCoy, much to Jana's dismay. I would stay away from wide receivers. Pardon? Two-quarterback league, start him. Do it. Who plays in a two-quarterback league? I do. I do. They're my favorite. I love two-quarterback leagues. Uh, Scraping the bottom of the barrel, though, if you're going with By far my favorite league to play in. Mark that down. Listeners, next year you want me in your league, make it a two-quarterback league. (laughs) Okay. So now running backs, Mario Hardesty and Peyton Hillis are both out this week, so you obviously don't want to start them. Looks like it's a bad year to be named Peyton, Jenna. It is. It really is. All right. Time. So, wide receiver Muhammad Masakwa is questionable with concussions. Stay away and stay away from kicker Phil Dawson. Okay. 
So let's, let's now moving on, on to a game that should be pretty entertaining, and you probably want to watch this game. Buffalo at Dallas, and I, I think I'm going to make you happy here. I'm, I think Dallas is going to win this game, and I'll go 30-24. to 24. Here's the problem. Everyone thinks Dallas is going to win this game, which probably means they're going to find a way to lose it. I'm concerned. No. <laughs> Everybody thought they were going to beat Seattle, and they did. Listen, there were some very heart-stopping moments in Seattle. Des Bryant dropping a ball on the one-yard line. After Tony Romo holding kicks. It's like a Cowboys nightmare right there. It was awful. But this week, I I am, I've been talking to Bills fans. I'm very good friends with one. And they've written the Bills off. They're done. They're done with the Bills. They don't think this is the year anymore. I still think the Bills have a lot left in the tank and a lot of wins left in this season. I'm hoping those wins start coming next week, not this week against the Cowboys, because I think the Cowboys can beat this Bills team if they don't beat themselves, which is what I'm worried about. Quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick. I am still starting. I'm starting Fred Jackson, who's accounted for something like 42% of the offense on the Bills, which is ridiculous. It's the most in the league. Um, Tight end Scott Chandler. I'm okay on, but I don't love either. Wide receiver like Steve Johnson. He disappeared for the middle of the season, and now all of a sudden he's yeah. back on everybody's radar. Hopefully he's coming back, but I'm I'm not totally sold on it yet. Wide okay. receiver Stevie Johnson. I'm starting. I like Donald Jones and David Nelson. I'm crazy like that, especially since Nelson and Jones are a little dinged up. But uh, Roosevelt, I would say no to. C.J. Spiller. Absolutely no reason to be starting him this week. The kicker, not Ryan Lindell. Got a new fresh kicker just what the Sherpa likes to see, Dave Rayner. I'm saying no to him. I am on the fence about the defense. I would like to say no to the Bills defense, but really there are worse options this week. I don't know. So, All right, while, while Jana goes and gets a drink of water, I'm going to tell you to start quarterback Tony Romo. <laughs> Should I speak slowly, Jana? Okay, don't answer that. No, I'm good, I'm good, I'm back. Okay, quarterback Tony Romo, I would start him. I would start running back DeMarco Murray. I would start wide receiver Des Bryant. And I would start Laurent Robinson, who figures to get a lot more playing time now with Miles Austin on on the injury on the sideline for a few weeks. Tight end Jason Witten, start him. Start kicker Dan Bailey. On the fence about the defense, running back, um, Fred Jones, Felix Jones, excuse me. I don't know who Fred Jones, Jones is. He's a basketball player. Felix Jones is questionable with an ankle injury. Stay away. And Miles better. Austin, for some reason, is only listed as doubtful instead of out, but I would stay away from him. Philip Tanner, not a terrible deeper league <clears throat> flex play. He'll get some carries. Yeah, I, I forgot about him, but I yeah, I don't That's think right. I would start him. But you're right. He's, he's, he's definitely somebody I would start ahead of Felix Jones at this point. If he's if he's floating around your waiver wire, he's not a bad guy to have when the the rest of the bye weeks roll around. I agree. The rest of the bye week, since there's only week. one left. One week. It just right. feels like they go on forever. Right. It's it's weird. How how the heck do they put together a schedule where they have no byes within you know right in the middle of all the other bye weeks? That makes so sense. dumb. It, it is. makes me so mad, and the uh, fact that. Uh, just so many things they about the setting lineups a little bit easier this week, so I guess we can be thankful for that. But anyway, yeah, but then they take it away next week. 
just take it away again. Yeah, it just pushes it out a week further then. So uh, next game up, this one should be another snooze fest. Jacksonville at Indiana, Indianapolis. I, I don't see Indianapolis winning this game, and I don't think it'll be close. Jacksonville isn't that great, but I think they win this by almost two touchdowns. I'll say Jacksonville 27, Indianapolis 14. Of the teams that aren't very good in the league this year, Jacksonville is one of the better bad teams, if you know what I mean. Like, They have a lot more going for them and look more functional than, say, Indy, who's got a lot more talent and proven veteran experience. They can't put it together. I agree with you. Indy is very much in danger of going over for the season. I'm concerned about it. Fantasy-wise, there is not a ton of value between the two teams this week in this game. For Jacksonville, Blaine Gabbert, really only two-quarterback league option and, and not a superb one at that, especially with no buys this more week. Paul McCoy as a fantasy option. I agree. I agree. Okay. Well, we finally agreed on something. It has to happen every now and then. Maurice Jones-Drew, I think he can start. It's not like Indy's stopping anybody. Uh, Tight end Mercedes Lewis, even though I've been very disappointed in him of late, I'm going to give him a maybe. I think there are better, much better tight end options out there, but really, if you're stuck, go ahead. Uh, Wide receiver Mike Thomas, I start. Jason Hill, I start. Beyond that, no. I would say start... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm, I interrupted you. It's okay. I would say start kicker Josh Scobie and start the defense. Pretty much anybody who's playing Indy for the rest of the year, if their defense is on the waiver wire, pick them up, start them. For Indianapolis, the only person that I would even consider starting on that team this week is their new tight end, Jacob Tammy, who had some success with Peyton Manning last year. Of course, that doesn't mean he's going to have success with Curtis Painter. On the Somebody sense about running back, right? <laughs> Somebody's got to have success with him, right? <laughs> Not necessarily. True. Uh, running back, Delon Carter and Donald Brown are maybes for me. Wide receiver, Reggie Wayne and Pierre Garçon, maybes for me. Defense is a maybe for me. Stay away from quarterback, Curtis Painter. Running back, Joseph Adai. Wide receiver, Austin Colley. Kicker, Adam Vinatieri. And, of course, tight end, Dallas Clark, who's doubtful with his leg injury. Yeah. Moving right along, and since we're running out of time, we won't have time to make any wisecracks about the Super Bowl-bound Kansas City Chiefs. Can't hint. Oh, you but wish. <laughs> I think, much as I like Kansas City, when I pick them, they lose. When I pick against them, they win. So I'm going to pick against them this week. I say the Tebow mania goes on, and I think Denver wins this game 27-21. I think Kansas City wins this game. I hope they lose the game, but I think they will win. Um, I hope they lose other than rubbing my nose in it. Mostly just to rub your nose in it. (laughs) Okay, I'm glad we got that cleared away. (laughs) I'm very clear in my motives. Tim Tebow, two-quarterback league only. Do not make him the only person you start, although last week when I started Tom Brady and had Tim Tebow on my bench, it made me sad that Tim Tebow scored more points than Tom Brady did. Uh, Willis McGahee, you should absolutely positively be starting. I love the fact that he wants to play immediately after surgery. The fact that he's healthy now, even better. Wide receivers, Eric Decker, Eddie Royal, Demarius Thomas, pick your poison. With Tim Tebow, I'm never sure how many targets any of them is going to get, 
let alone one more than the other. Tight end, David Fells, meh, I think you have better options out there. I, Tim Tebow, quarterback, makes me a little nervous. You just don't know what you're going to get with him from week to week. Kicker Matt Prater, I'm going to say yes to, and the defense, I'm going to say maybe to. For Kansas City, I would start running back um, Jackie Battle and wide receiver Dwayne Bowe. I'm on the fence about quarterback Matt Castle, wide receiver Steve Reston, and the defense. And I'd say no to running back Dexter McCluster, wide receiver Jonathan Baldwin, tight end Leonard Pope, and kicker Ryan Suckup. Now on to the Sunday late games. Here's another snoozer for you. Baltimore at Seattle. I think Baltimore wins this easily. I'll go 27, Baltimore 10 for Seattle. Ooh, 10 points. I don't know if he'll get that, but it's a nice, nice thought. Definitely start Joe Flacco. (laughs) Start Ray Rice. Start Anquan Bolden, who's apparently emerged. Um, Tight end Ed Dixon, I like. The wide receivers, beyond Bolden, Lee Evans is banged up. Reed, Troy Smith, Williams, not doing it for me. Torrey Smith, I mean, sorry. I keep calling him Troy. I think he's the Ohio State quarterback. Torrey Smith, I, I like, but this week I like other guys better. I just, it's so hot and cold. It's so feast and famine. And part of it's, he's a rookie. Part of it's, they played some tough defenses. I get that. But I, uh, I don't know. I guess if you're going to start him, this is the week to do it. But I, there are guys on my teams I like better. Billy Cundiff start, defense start, start everybody. It's a party. All right, for Seattle, this is going to be easy. There's nobody who's a must-start, and their defense is the only one I'm on the fence about. Everybody else, don't start. We're done with this game. All right. Okay, <laughs> nice and easy. Now on to another game that should be pretty entertaining this week, and that's Detroit at Chicago. And I'm going to pick the Lions to win this game 28-24. I hope that Jay Cutler didn't get used to this whole not being sacked thing because he's going to get sacked a lot this week. Uh, I think the Lions win this. I think they definitely do. I think Jay Cutler comes crashing back down to the turf, literally and figuratively. Start Matt Stafford. Start Calvin Johnson. Start Nate Burleson. I like Titus Young a lot. I would say start Brandon Pettigrew if he plays. Obviously, you're not starting Javid Best. Go with Morris. Harrison, maybe, as a flex. I like Morris Best. Maurice Morris. Uh, I would start... Uh, no, I'm not going to start kicker Jason Hansen. He's kind of dinged up. Uh, the defense I'm on the fence about, I like them, though, of a lot of options. I don't think Chicago will do a ton of damage, but with Earl Bennett back, they can. All right, for Chicago, I'm going to start. The only must-start there is running back Matt Forte. Uh, oh. Maybe on quarterback Jay Cutler, running back Marion Barber, wide receivers Earl Bennett and Devin Hester, who's questionable with an ankle injury. Maybe to the defense and maybe to kicker Robbie Gould. No to wide receivers Johnny Knox and Dan Sonsenbacher, and no to tight end Kellen Davis. So I like Earl Bennett. <laughs> on to the Giants at San Francisco, and I'm going to pick uh, in a homer pick. I'm going to pick the Giants to beat San Francisco 27-24. I didn't think they were that good a team, and I'm still not convinced, but after seeing them beat Tom Brady and the Patriots on the road and looking at San Francisco's anemic offense, I think the Giants have enough to win this game. 
I think San Francisco wins by 10. The Giants are pretenders. Their record is highly inflated, and they are coming back down to earth, and this is the beginning of it. That being said, Eli Manning, I prefer to not have on teams, but I guess you can start him even in a one-quarterback format, although I'd prefer he didn't. Brandon one Jacobs of the top is running back this year with. fantasy. I, I hate him. I hate him as a fantasy player. Um, I Even if Bradshaw tries to play this week, I don't think it's worth a start. Jacobs is going to get the bulk of the carries. Tight end Jake Ballard, I think you can start. Wide receiver Victor Cruz, definitely start. Mario Manningham, I'd say yes to. Hakeem Nix, probably no. But if you're in a in a bind, you know, there are worse options. But the defense, I'm saying maybe to. Kicker Lawrence Tynes, I'd say yes to. He's very consistent. I, I think that San Francisco wins this game, but the Giants' defense is one of the better so for San Francisco, I would start running back Frank Gore. He's questionable with an ankle injury, but he should play tight end Vernon Davis. I start him on the fence, quarterback Alex Smith. Hopefully you don't have to. Running back Kendall Hunter is starting to make some noise, and especially if Frank Gore ends up not being able to play or limited action because of his ankle injury. Kendall Hunter is somebody you may want to scoop up if he's still lying out there on your waiver wire at this point. Also on the fence about wide receivers, Michael Crabtree and Braylon Edwards the 49ers defense and kicker David Akers, and I'm staying away from wide receiver Ted Ginn Jr. I I like Ted Ginn Jr. I disagree, but that's okay. That's okay. That's what we're here for. So Sunday night game, another homer pick for me. I'm going to pick the Jets to beat the Patriots 24-21, to 21, I think. Um, Mark Sanchez is going to have a field day against that excuse cool. for a pass defense. Fully disagree. Don't like Sanchez as a fantasy option at all this week. Tom Brady and the Patriots do not lose three in a row. They barely ever lose two in a row, and they've already done that. They are going to win and win big. They are coming back with a vengeance. I start Tom Brady. I'm staying away from the running backs. Maybe if you really have to, go with the law firm or Danny Woodhead. I really I don't think it's a smart move, but your choice. Tight end Rob Gronkowski, I say yes to wide receivers. Wes Welker is going to play. I start him. Deion Branch, I think I'm going to start. Maybe get crazy if you need somebody in a very deep league and look at Julian Edelman or Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco will become a bigger part of this offense. I totally disagree with you on that. That's okay. I'm definitely starting the defense because I don't think Mark Sanchez has what it takes to beat this team, and I'm starting kicker Steven Goskowski. Which was Tico was 0 for 5 last week. He's coming he back. It's season. slower I than I thought it would be, but it's going to happen. As a fantasy player, I don't have patience for guys like that. That's okay, I do. I'll keep scooping him up. All right. So, for the Jets, I'm starting quarterback Mark Sanchez, which is probably the only time you'll hear me say that this year. Uh, Wide receiver Santonio Holmes and the defense. On the fence about Joe McKnight, if uh, Sean Green is really forced to miss the game or you know because of his concussion, uh, Joe then McKnight's Joe on McKnight. The injury report too. He's not 100% healthy. Yeah, he's not, but I still think he's a better option. Uh, wide receiver Plexico Burris and and Jeremy Curley or maybe's for me. Tight end Dustin Keller, I would like him if he's healthy. He's not, so he's a maybe for me as his kicker Nick Folk and stay away from running back Sean Green. Okay, we still have Monday night to get to. Last game of the week, and we're going to breeze through this because we're almost out of time here. Monday we night game. 
we're already over. <laughs> okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll take in reverse then so that we go back. <clears throat> but wide receiver for for this game, Green Bay and Minnesota. As much as I want to pick Minnesota, I have to go with Green Bay, thirty-one twenty-one. Green Bay is going to be undefeated. I do like Christian Ponder. Now with that pass uh, defense. Well, I think that Minnesota is going to throw uh, a few points on the board. I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to throw significantly more. I agree. Uh, it doesn't matter how much you win by as long as you still win. I still would start Christian Ponder more in a two-quarterback league format, but I like him. I like Adrian Peterson. I like Vasant Shanko. Wide receiver Percy Harvin I'm okay with. Bernard Barrian's a maybe. Michael Jenkins is a maybe. Camarilla or Ramashadu, all maybes. I'm going to say no to the defense and maybe to kicker Ryan Longwell. All right. So for Green Bay, obviously, start quarterback Aaron Rodgers, start wide receivers Greg Jennings and Jordy Nelson, start tight end Jeremy Michael Finley, start the defense, start kicker Mason Crosby. On the fence about wide receivers James Jones and Donald Driver, and no to running backs uh, James Starks and Ryan Grant against the Vikings defense. What? All right. I don't agree with that, but all right. That brings us to the close of tonight's show. We will be back again next week on Wednesday night from 9.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, as we are every week. And if you can't get enough of us right now, as if this wasn't good enough for you, we continue arguing all over the place throughout the week. <clears throat> you can find us on Twitter at the number 4THN Inches Show. That's the number 4THN Inches Show. Our email is the same handle, the number 4THNInchesShow at gmail.com. We're on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page. You can find us on FantasyFootballSherpa.com. Great blog there, lots of good waiver wire pickups later in the week. You can read the Sherpa's football musings on the Huffington Post, including this week's article about how you can optimize your roster by the playoffs. And you can find our Learning Annex video on how to tweak and retool your fantasy football team midseason. There's some good stuff there. And I think that's it. We'll be back next week. Thanks for a great show. Thanks for a great show, Jenna. And I also want to say a quick shout out to my friend Terry Lynn and her mom, Linda. My thoughts are with you and your family. Good night, everyone.